Fitness Podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hi, ladies. Thank you for joining me. I'm so happy you are here. If this is your very first time, special welcome to you. I hope you stick around. And if you're with me all the time or sometimes, thank you for coming back. I did not scare you off, but my best attempt will be today's episode. <laughs> no, I always get the most feedback from the episodes where I'm like, I don't know if I offended some people or I don't know if anyone's still listening. So I think there are so many things we're afraid to say or don't want to say, and I just don't like living like that. And I'm the one that has the microphone in front of me. So I'm going to say the things I think, and that is going to jive with some people. And it's not going to jive with some people, but you know, there is a saying, you're not a dollar bill. Not everyone's going to like you. So it's okay. If you are here, you probably have, you know, liked what you've heard so far before. So I'm glad you're back. I hope that you also rated and reviewed the podcast. I'll sneak that in there because I really do appreciate when you do. If you could do that for me, you just scroll down to the bottom of the podcast and you can tap a star rating and then leave a written review as well. Or share with a friend and share with a friend, whatever. Just it would be helpful. I really try to provide value for you guys with the podcast. I know a lot of women who want to either train one-on-one or do a group program who can't afford to at this current time. And they have just been able to take a lot of this information from the podcast and apply it. So that's also why I'm trying to do some bonus episodes that are specifically postpartum, specifically pregnancy related, etc. So that hope my hope is that you can take just enough away from this podcast that you can be rocking and rolling on your own too. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you are clearly trying to better your health in some way or better your life in some way. And something I want to talk about today, so kind of getting into the topic, is I have never really set out to like quote unquote change my mindset or, and I don't consider any of my podcast episodes as like mindset episodes. So this is a very interesting concept to me when a lot of people will ask like, oh, what books do you recommend on mindset or what podcast do you recommend on mindset? And I really just sit back and think like, why do I think the way I do because I just, to me, it just seems second nature. To me, a lot of things, and what we're going to talk about today, a lot of this just seems very black and white, very cut and dry. But I understand from working with so many different people that not everyone thinks like that. We all think differently. We all have different temperaments. We all relate differently. And so I try to kind of like uh, reverse engineer it and think, how did I get to the way I think and the way I do things right now to be able to explain that? Um, you know, people say like, well, how did you get that mindset that, you know, you just have to put your mind to something or like that, you know, to see an obstacle and think I'm going to try to blaze through this instead of backing away from it. I don't want to say this. I'm really trying to say this in the most, (laughs) you guys know me, you know, my flaws. I have many of them. Um, if you don't know me in real life, I assure you I have many flaws. So I'm in no way trying to say, oh, I have it all together. This is how I got it all together. I just am trying to say that my my mindset and my mentality typically is the like, just get it done kind of a thing. It's like, just do it. I don't care if it stinks. I, you know, I do care, but like, just get it done. I like suck it up, offer it up. A lot of that has to do with the, the way I was raised because I think I heard those two sentences all the time. Suck it up, offer it up. <laughs> and that's great. And I'm trying to kind of raise my kids similarly, but I also... I'm a voracious reader, and I think a lot of the books that I read in, not even necessarily, I don't think these would be considered formative years, but like more at college and right after college, like in that 19 to 23, maybe even 20 to 23 year old age, I read a lot of books in that direction that were like, 
habits of successful people, making yourself do things you don't want to do, psychology books about why we do things a certain way, a ton of books on habits and discipline, what most successful people do in the morning, um, how how she does it, or something like that that was like about how women actually do get in all the things that they want to have time for. And it was very uh, like a study on a bunch of different women's time blocking journals and stuff, seeing how they actually fit in all the things that they wanted to do in, in life that were priorities to them. So a lot of the way I think, you know, I've shared a lot of these books too, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink, listening to inspirational people. A lot of these things have shaped me into who I am today and the way that I think. And now, of course, executing it is a whole nother thing. I can sit there and be like, I wish I could just blaze through this thing and then I have to actually do it. I have to actually follow through on it. So I'm sure all of us struggle with that to a degree. And, you know, that's something else. But today, today's topic relates to this a lot because that's something people have been asking me. So I guess if uh, this was a category, this would be a more mindset kind of podcast today. It's not overtly about fitness and nutrition exactly. But I think... This is where I think that, I don't know what I'm titling this episode yet. yet. Usually I pick a title and I go off that. So whatever I end up titling it about how, you know, my thought behind it and what the message I'm trying to convey that doesn't always come out in the title is that I think that sometimes it can be beneficial to compare ourselves. I think that we have grown up in a culture that's like comparison is the thief of joy, which is true if you are looking at Pinterest or looking at Instagram and you're seeing somebody's beautiful backsplash and now all of a sudden you want to gut your kitchen. Yes, you're not going to be content when you're looking at somebody else's dream home. Maybe same thing with, you know, children or different situations. Like you look at the way someone's life is and it steals your joy. So comparing in that way with envy and, you know, jealousy is not going to be beneficial, but I think there is a different kind of comparison that can be very helpful. It can help you get from point A to point B, from being the person that you want to be instead of exactly where you are today. And I mess—I didn't message them. I mentioned the Poco a Poco podcast on a previous episode about five things I'm loving right now. And these are Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. And one of the priests, it was either Father Innocent or Father Angelus, was saying on an episode, I, th- I believe it was him, maybe it was actually Father PT, I better just throw that in in case it was him. But one of the friars was saying how it is okay to, like God loves you in your mess, but it's okay to also not want to be a mess. So I think there is something to that of like, it's okay to, to, to know God loves you and you're worthy and all of these things just because he made you in his image and you, that's just how it is. You can't do anything to merit that, right? However, it's also okay to want to improve. So if you are a hot mess, God loves you in your mess, but it's okay to try not to be a hot mess. And in to what we're talking about today, it's helpful, I think, very much so to look at somebody who is where we want to be or who has what we want to have and then try to figure out how to get there. And I, I know I've t- talked a little bit about this before, but I think comparison gets a bad rap and that it's not always terrible. So number one, this is how I think this can be helpful. What This is totally just me personally, what I, I've tried to think about how I apply this in my life. Number one, I look at somebody who is what I want to be like. 
And this, you know, as creepy as it sounds, can be anyone. It can be a homeschooling mom who has three boys maybe. And I see how her boys turned out. And I'm like, how did she do that? I want to talk with her and chat and like learn the things that she did to get that outcome, to get her boys, you know, to behave in that way, to be a good sport when they're on the field or whatever it is that I really enjoy seeing about the way the family interacts. And this could be anything, right? So it could be somebody in real life. It could be a saint that you really want to emulate. Another one for me there is St. Teresa of Calcutta. I constantly go back to, you know, how she did everything with love and how it matters so much more how we do something than what we do. And there are a lot of quotes that she has about prayer time and how how prayer time is so essential for every human person. And that means that there had to be some people that she was not helping in the street at the time that she was praying, right? And I think that a lot like, but then I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that. It doesn't matter. You have to have that time allotted to prayer so that you can pour out. So just my point being, there are there are people I look up to in many different arenas that I want to be like or I want to have what they have. And I'm not talking like material goods. I'm not looking at a celebrity like, I really want a yacht. So I'm going to figure out how we got a yacht and then I'm going to do that. I am talking more about um, just just more elements of their life that I like. Like, oh, so-and-so really can live a slower paced life. I wonder how they did that. Oh, okay. I talked to that person and they cleared a lot out of their schedule and they this is what they decided to do for their kids. They only did one sport each kid. So they're not running around all the time or on Sundays, they said no to all sports. So if there was a tournament or something, like their kids could not, whatever. A lot of you are listening to that. Like, I would never do that. But whatever it is, I'm saying you don't have to have the same values and priorities as I do. We all are different people, and that's awesome. But look to somebody. I'm sure someone comes to mind. Maybe start with people in your past that have affected you in some way who you really liked. There are people that I call to mind, college professors and things like that, where I'm like, they were so joyful or they were so lighthearted. They were so funny. They were so comforting. And then I think like they probably had so much going on. I was not thinking that at the time. That At the time, I was just like, oh, so-and-so is hilarious and she's always in a good mood and she's very easy to talk to and lighthearted and a good person, whatever. And I wasn't thinking about how she probably had so much going on in her life. But now as an adult, not that you're not an adult in college, but as a more seasoned adult, I can just think back to like, wow, how did they do that so consistently, <laughs> so regularly? They were in a good mood or just seeking to, you know, be flexible, whatever it was. And so then I try to think about other characteristics they did, other habits and things they did. And this kind of segues into step two. So number one, look at somebody who you want to be like, and maybe you can apply this to health and fitness as well. Somebody who did something that you want to do. Maybe look to somebody who did a race that you want to do or accomplish something that you're like, whoa, how did they do that? Um, or it could even be aesthetics a little bit, right? Of somebody you know lost weight. This can be a little bit dangerous because obviously some people do really stupid things to lose weight. Um, but <laughs> so I'd maybe stick with more performance things. But somebody, maybe look at it like this. Somebody who has a really good workout routine going, but they have a bunch of kids at home. And you're like, how are they pulling that off? Because I have my hands so full with one or two kids or or with the same amount of kids. And like, how are they getting it done? It's not a bad comparison to draw that from. You want to literally learn what they're doing so that you can emulate it. That's, you know, another quote that 
Com- no, not comparison. What is the f- quote about flattery? Imitation <laughs> is the highest form of flattery. So it's like you you can learn what they do so that you can imitate it yourself to get the same result, right? I love doing that. I will try to look to somebody a few steps ahead of me, figure out how they're doing it so that I can be in that spot too. Okay, so number one, look at someone that you want to be like. Number two, what do they do? What are their habits? Like this is what you need to figure out and able to be able to imitate them or emulate them or however you want to say it. And I I think this was like maybe the second podcast I ever recorded or something about how to become a fit mom when you don't feel like one or when you're the farthest thing from one. And this is the exact spirit that I was trying to convey is a lot of times we have put ourselves in a box and I do this too, where it's like, I am blank. This is the way that I am. Or we just, this is what I don't like about personality tests or temperament tests or the Enneagram is some people take the test, read the result and think, well, this is it. This is why I am the way that I am and I cannot change. Like, (laughs) this is it. I think it's helpful to use those as tools to help you understand yourself, help you understand others, to understand where your pitfalls might be, what, you know, your weaknesses might be in order to be proactive about them, in order to not fall into that, right? So looking at somebody who is in a spot that you want to be and look at their habits, they didn't just get there overnight, right? There's something, there are things that they are doing that made them the way they are. This is similar with myself with mindset, like, oh, how did Brittany get the mindset she has? It wasn't, I didn't wake up one day with this mindset. It was a lot of years of reading books, of listening to things. I didn't realize I was forming my mindset, but I was, right? So same thing here. Look at somebody, what are they doing? You might be so far from that right now that it's discouraging. And you think, well, I just, I just can't get up early because I'm just not an early person. Or I just can't, I don't know. I'm trying to, (laughs) the examples are not with me today, ladies. But I hope you're understanding what I am saying, that a lot of times we can look at people. This is a a bad example, but I'll pick Joanna Gaines, okay? Joanna Gaines has her whole little empire of, she's got a cooking show. They obviously had their fixer-upper show. They have a whole network now. They've got their stores, all that jazz, right? Okay, one thing that I know about Joanna Gaines, I don't know very much, but I do know that they don't own a TV in their house, or they didn't used to. That was one thing that she had said before, they don't watch TV, whatever. They probably have them by now because I know they're also football people, college football, I believe. But (laughs) okay, so I know two things about her. But uh, a lot of times I think we look at people who get something done or accomplished or are a certain way and we're like, wow, I could just never do that because I'm blank. And we put ourselves in that box of how we are. Like maybe it is somebody doing a race and you're like, I could never do that because I'm so out of shape or I just don't have endurance. And instead of solely working at endurance, you just keep yourself in that box of, I can't do that because I have no endurance. Well, good. Then you're going to sit there and have no endurance. And if that's something you desire, start making changes toward it. So I think that we do this a lot. My whole stupid point (laughs) with Joanna Gaines is that we can look at it and be like, oh my goodness, she has so many things accomplished and done, but I could never do that because, you know, I don't have the help or I don't have the time. I don't, whatever. Okay. She also just said they don't watch TV. So if you're sitting there watching Netflix every night, perhaps start there. Perhaps start doing the hobby that you are interested in at night instead of watching TV. Like it's baby steps. But I think there is such like there is so much 
that we can actually learn about people, it's not a big secret. Like how she got to where she got is not a secret. She's written a book about what they've done. They She used to have a little storefront open with their baby behind the counter. Like they did the work to get to where they are. A lot of times we just don't want to do the work. So then we, I think that's very much it actually, is that we don't want to do the work that people did behind the scenes. So it's easy to just say, I am the way that I am. Like, this is it, and this is as much as we're getting. And that's not helpful to anybody. If you want to sit in exactly the same place where you are now, then fine. You don't have to do any of this, right? You can take what you want, leave the rest, and you don't have to try to better yourself, try to grow it all, and you definitely don't have to pick somebody and try to emulate their habits. But are you going to be happy there? Are you truly, like, take a second and think, like, am I happy where I am? Do I feel like I'm living to my fullest potential? Do I feel like I'm using all the gifts and talents God has given me? Would I be proud of this person? Like, are my kids going to grow up and leave the house and think, wow, mom was so inspiring how she, you know, did this or did that or pushed herself in this way? Or is it going to be like, Mom seemed like she was always really having a hard time every day and she was really bogged down by everything and we never really had any fun because she was always like snipping at people. There's just, this is what I mean by picking somebody that you emulate because we, we all know it. We all know people who seem perpetually frustrated, perpetually grouchy, perpetually the victim of their lives and we can either be like that because they're, they're sure as heck is probably reason enough that we could be like that. We all have things that we can use that are facts, that are true facts, that are hard about our lives, that we can use as excuses and of why we're in a bad mood every day, why we're impatient all the time, whatever. Or we can look to the people who are being super joyful, who are fun to be around, who are enjoying life and are humorous, and we can figure out how to do more of that. And okay, this goes to number three. So number one, you would look at somebody you want to be like. Number two, what are their habits? Number three, use them as an example. And I've kind of talked about that a little bit already. Um, I did jot down here that the Bible has a lot to say about this. Okay, I think this is because we could get bogged down in the comparison is the thief of joy thing, where actually the Bible has a lot to say about what a wise woman does and what a foolish woman does. So I think this is what's very applicable in life, no matter if it's wise and foolish, but you can apply that to whatever. The organized mom does blank. The overwhelmed mom does blank. See what I'm saying? Like there's always a crossroads that we can find ourselves at where we can either be the organized mom or we can be the hot mess mom. We can be the fit mom who feels great and is running around with her kids and stuff or we can be the exhausted mom who feels like she needs to lay down on the park bench. We can be, you see what I'm saying? There's always a choice in what we can do and in Proverbs and I believe a lot in wisdom, you see a lot of the wise woman does this, the foolish woman does that. So, look around you. You know, who do you consider the wise woman? Who would you want to be like? What does she do? How can you be like her? Right? That's actually something that's very ironic since I'm hosting a podcast and talking behind a microphone right now and I'm the only one talking. (laughs) But I have really been liking and and drawn to the scripture verses about keeping your mouth shut (laughs) and actually only speaking out when you have something really a gem to say because so many people I feel like in our culture are just screaming their opinions all the time that is very counter-cultural to have your mouth shut. 
And then when you do speak, you know, how much more weight do your words have? And you know it's actually going to be something of wisdom when that person speaks. So the Bible, again, has a ton to say about the wise woman and the foolish woman. And I think that we can really pick those people out by their actions, right? And I'm not saying to judge them. I'm not saying that. So I hope you don't walk away from the podcast thinking that, like, Brittany just told me to compare and judge everyone. I'm in no way saying that. I'm saying that there are people you already know that it's like, ooh, I do want to turn out that way or ooh, I don't want to turn out that way. What do they do? And and you probably, this is the other thing, we usually cringe at the habits that we also have. And I've noticed that a lot for myself. When I see someone doing something that I also do, it's like, oh, yeah, that's not a good look, right? When I've lost my cool with my kids in public and I see other people doing that as well. We all, like a lot of us have been there a lot of the times, but it's like, ugh, no. And, and and not public or private, you know. You should really ideally, I think, be disciplining the same way in public and in private. But obviously I can't see them in private, so, so I say that. But like, ooh, I did not react well when my kid spilled X, Y, and Z. And I shouldn't have acted like that, right? But, and I don't want to be the mom who yells at my kids for spilling because I don't want them to just feel bad about, you know, accidents. So this is how I'm going to handle that instead next time. Okay, that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. Um, I thought of this, bringing it kind of back to health and fitness too and why I think it can be okay to compare yourself. There's such a big push in our culture for doing the bare minimum, And like, it's okay, you're doing a great job. Everyone's doing a great job, (laughs) no matter what you did. Like the memes that are like, hey, mama, I don't know who needs to see this today, but you're doing a great job. Like, maybe you weren't. They were not in your house. Maybe you weren't. But for me personally, my the way I'm trying to utilize the things I'm talking about in today's podcast is by looking at somebody who's a couple steps ahead of me who has what I want to have, what I think is what God wants me to have as well. Like I'm not looking at the founder of Spanx, who is this huge CEO, thinking like, yes, how do I get what she has? That's not what God's calling me to right now. So I mean more in the things that right right are around me that God is calling me to, but how I can absolutely be the best version of myself, living life to the fullest in that role. So for me personally, this is how can I be the best wife that I can be? How can I be the best mom that I can be? How can I be the best personal trainer and inspiration to help women be as physically healthy as they can be? You know, so in in some ways, obviously, that relates to getting my message out there and things like that. So I'm looking to people who are doing those things and I'm open about it. It's not a big secret. I've told a bunch of moms before who have multiple boys. I'm like, oh, who are older than my kids. Like, I so look up to you and to your boys. Like, how did you do what you do? <laughs> like, what were the things that you did in your house? Like, how did you discipline? What books did you have them read as young men? Like, I am not shy about that. Or learning how, you know, before, I am sure before I did any Spartan races or road races or anything like that, I was listening to podcasts about people who did them or whatever. And then trying to emulate that, right? So, I'm still doing this all the time. I'm doing it with people in real life around me that I'm like, okay, that person's killing it, not in a worldly sense, not in a materialistic sense, but that person is such a patient, joyful mom. I'm going to learn a little bit more about how she does that. That person makes sure that she prioritizes 
getting healthy food on her family's table. She's also super busy. How does she do that? I'm going to ask her. Maybe she uses the Instant Pot. Maybe she uses Crock-Pot. Like, these are the things I'm talking about. They don't have to be huge and earth-shattering, but what applies to you in your sphere right now? A lot of you who listen are working moms, actually, and that might be an obstacle of, like, how do I, as a working mom, keep the health of my family, you know, on a good path? Or even, it can be, for all of us, the spiritual health of your family, right? Like, okay, when's the last time that I cracked open the Bible with my kids? Maybe you're doing it on your own, but they're not seeing you do it or you're not doing it with them or whatever. Like, I want to have a family that prays together. How do I ensure that my kids are going to grow up and practice the faith that we're practicing at home, right? So these are the kinds of things that you want to seek out role models for and then find out what they did. It's not a bad thing to compare yourself in that way, right? Because A lot of times we're just not going to like the answer. If we ask somebody, how are you, you know, making sure that you are getting healthy food on the table for your family, they're going to say like, well, I prep it the night before for 15 minutes before I go to bed. And we're like, oh, but that's when I unwind to watch my Netflix show. Like a lot of times that's actually the true obstacle from getting us to the person we want to be from the person that we are is we don't want to give up certain things. That could be a whole other podcast episode. I'm sure it will be about telling ourselves no and (laughs) telling ourselves to stop it because we want to better ourselves. Because we know that. We've all been there too, where we want to be at a certain level, but we keep getting in our own way. And that's when, you know, we just rise again and try again the next day and, and again later that day and restart every 15 minutes if we need to. But baby steps. All right. I hope today's podcast was helpful or inspiring to you. I always like to hear from you. So don't hesitate if you have anything you'd like to chat about to email me, fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com or message me on Instagram, fitmomlifetothefullest. And thank you for listening today. I look forward to our next episode. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.